welcome to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss the how-to of creating conscious leadership for business, life and the world. With ordinary people doing extraordinary things and being truly in control of their own health, wealth and happiness. Knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. Introducing your host, Julie Hogbin, author, international speaker, mentor, disruptor, and creator of Conscious Leadership, and property investor living in the UK. So this episode is for anybody who is thinking about setting up a networking event, and I want to tell you a story of what I did and didn't do back in 2015, I'm smiling as I'm thinking about this, listeners, back in 2015, when I decided that I would set up a business talks and workshops monthly event in London to share information with people around how to run a business, how to run a business, how to manage staff, how to lead appropriately, how to get your business out there known and get your customers in. And the format of this event was that it would run monthly. I would deliver some of the content and I would get guest speakers in to deliver some of the other content. You know, none of us is an expert in every field. So the plan was there. I had previously run a property networking event in Kent with Rick Walton. Uh, It was called Penn Kent so Property Entrepreneurs Network, we'd run it for two, Nick, Rick had run it for, I think it was four years, um, he'd had two previous co-hosts, and then I joined him in 2012, maybe, um, and I was his co-host for two years, and when I decided to leave, um, we looked for somebody to step up to take the co-host position, if you like, and we couldn't find anyone. So Rick made the decision to shut the property meet down. And we used to get 30, 40, 50, 60, at times over 100 people in the room, dependent on the speaker. So, of course, in my own head, I thought I knew how to do this stuff. Um, I'm so smiling. Wow, what, what an experience. So... My dad passed away in, I think it was 2014, and I I got a little bit of inheritance. I actually shared this story or part of this story on stage at the weekend. So I thought to do a podcast to um, immortalise it for how ridiculous I was at the time. (laughs) Yeah, we all learn and we fail forward. Remember that. Um, so in 2015, I decided I was going to set up this business talks and workshops, monthly meet. I negotiated a good price on a hotel, uh, around the London Bridge area. And I'll tell you the figures. It was £250 an evening at the time. And the room would have held about 100 people comfortably. Um, I negotiated a good price. I booked it in for the year. It was the set same day every month for a year. Booked them all in advance. And at the beginning... And I only remembered this the other day. So it shows how people evolve. I said, I'll give it a year to see if it works. Well, there's the voice of doom on any event to start with anyway. I'll give it a year to see how it works. So I set it all up. Um, I, there was somebody in there with me who was doing all the recording. 
they bought they bought all the equipment to do the visual and the audio and to oh we had screens we had we had all the technical equipment we had the cameras we had the stands we had the pop-up banners I actually haven't worked out how much all of that cost but it was thousands so we did all of that um, I set the event up I put it out on Facebook um, I set a meetup group which got immediately got something like 700 people joined the group immediately. Um, so I was doing I was doing semi-regular. There's a story coming here, folk. I was doing semi-regular posts to the meetup group. Um, I put all the dates up on the meetup group. I advertised who the speakers were. I advertised what the subjects were. I sent emails out through the meetup group. I did a little bit on Facebook. I don't think I did anything on LinkedIn. And I've been on LinkedIn for a long time. My you know, my background is leadership and development in corporate environments. So I've been on LinkedIn for a long time, had a lot of contacts, um, you know, in the thousands. But I didn't really advertise on LinkedIn. I didn't put posts out on LinkedIn. I wasn't writing articles on LinkedIn at the time at all. Um, I had my own Facebook profile. I think I set up a business page and a group. I attracted people in, but didn't get many. Um, you, you know what's coming, don't you? Anyway, at the weekend, I was doing this sort of analysis from stage and realising how daft, uh, I'm not beating myself up about it, it is all a learning process, but how daft I was to think it would actually succeed. I had probably a regular contingent attended almost every month of about six people, but six people at £15 a ticket is only £90. I was paying £250 for the room. I had to get there and back, of course, yeah, travel. You've got to account for that and the time. And I had spent whatever had been spent on pop-up banners, business cards. I even had notebooks printed. So, you know, like the soft skin, moleskin, A5 notebooks printed they worked out I don't know can't even remember now four pounds each or something and I had how many did I have printed 200 so there's the expense of that um and every member that every person that attended I gave a book to so they paid 15 pound and I gave them a book that had cost me four at cost which I look in the shops now and they sell for about 15 quid as a notebook anyway I have some left <laughs> I will be using them um, so I did all of that and I got regular people coming in, maybe six a month, and then I'd get the odd one or two come in. Um, but guess what? I wasn't advertising it. I wasn't marketing it. I thought, and I said this at the weekend, I thought because it was a good, in, in, because it had good intent, because it was good content, because it had good speakers, people would miraculously know about business talks and workshops, monthly meets in London back in 2015. <laughs> Oh, dear. Um, oh, of course, I didn't because I didn't market it and I run it for the year. So, yeah, you just got to work out the cost of that. Um, I didn't break even on it. I didn't market it. I didn't um, I didn't really even tell people that I knew about it. And the overriding emotion that came out at the weekend when I was sharing the story was um, was sadness. I had created it out of sadness um, after dad dying and it was sadness the whole way through because people weren't attending and when I closed it down it was sadness 
So I'm looking at my emotion of sadness and what it actually means for me. And one of the things that it means for me, and this all, as I've said earlier, I am permanently on a personal development journey. And I am now learning to understand, be with, accept that actually emotion plays a big part in the decisions we make for the things we do. But I didn't know that at the time. I didn't know that back in 2015. I thought I was doing all right. Um, I thought I was doing the right thing. But even with hindsight, had I even have gone back to running the property meet in Ashford with Rick, we used to market it all the time. We were doing Facebook ads at the time. We were promoting it. We had a core of um, core people who would promote it for us. So the, the reach went out. The speakers would promote it for us. I didn't do any of that with business talks and workshops. I look back and I'm like, what on earth did you do? Um, And hindsight is a wonderful thing. And I've learned some fabulous lessons from that whole process. And, And between me and a business partner, we've got some fabulous equipment that, guess what, is sitting in a suitcase under the stairs. We've done nothing with it since. <laughs> God, and now I'm on podcast and I've got two. What, what's the equipment I carry around with me? An iPhone, um, a little stand, you know, like the tripod stands that folds down really small. So I carry an iPhone, tripod stands. I carry two HM1 Zooms with mics with me. So easy, so light. You know, no, no lights, no nothing. And they work actually really very well. So things move on, technology moves on, but I've got all this fabulous equipment sat under the stairs at home. Anyway, so I thought I would share that story for posterity and in some respects, how ridiculous was I? I think there may have been an ego thing going on there as well, being really honest, really, really um, open with you all. So if anybody is setting up a networking meet or a regular event or any event, A, if you want to talk to me, please do. Lots of experiences, lots of knowledge around this sorts of thing. I've been training, putting on events training for a number of years, but I've never equated the two to the same thing. I'm not a marketer and I'm not a salesperson. So that is my downfall. Give me a room of people and I'll stand up and talk to them. But do the marketing and sales around it. That's a whole other thing. Even finding speakers. So depending on what you're going to do, even finding speakers in your field can become a task. Are you going to pay them? Are they going to come for free? Are they going to sell anything to your audience? Is your event a selling event? There's so much to think about this. Even even if, you know, I'm not talking about big events with hundreds of thousands of people in. This could be a monthly event or it could be a one-dayer that you're doing or you're thinking about doing. Um, It could be an evening event. You could be thinking about setting up a networking event in your discipline, you know, whether it be morning, lunchtime, evening, weekends, during, you know, during the week, everything has an effect on what it is, the results that you're going to get. And if you're not a marketer, how are you going to market it? Who are you going to work with to market it? Are you going to set up an affiliate scheme or are you going to have permanent volunteers? Are you going to pay people or are you going to do it for free? All of these decisions, if you make them up front, I mean, this is really brief. If you make them up front, really help to to really help the success of the event or the success of the thing that you're doing. 
Are you going to tag people in on Facebook? Are they going to mind you tagging them in on Facebook? Do you need to ask their permission to tag them in on Facebook or wherever you're tagging? LinkedIn, Instagram, whatever platform you're using. But how are you going to advertise it? Who's your target market? Who's your avatar? I didn't get any... When I when we run the property event with Rick, remembering he'd already been running it two or three years before I joined him, that was all in place. And I was part of that, and I knew that. But when I set my own up in 2015, I sort of had one of those forgetful moments of... Remembering what I did before, I thought I could do it differently and it would work, and it doesn't. It didn't for me. I hope it does for you if you're going to do it differently. But just please be warned from my experiences what this is all about anyway remember whatever you're going to do go out there take action do one more thing that gets you towards your dream whatever that dream is thanks for listening to the conscious leadership podcast you can contact julie on linkedin facebook instagram twitter pinterest and hear me out please subscribe to her youtube channel for how-to videos and more content and please message julie to have your questions answered. Until next time, remember, knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. See it, say it, write it, believe it and achieve it. 